Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. It's time to talk all things Dirty Birds. It's Falcons Flyover. With John Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back in the Kia Studios in Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. It is John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you on this Friday evening, taking you to 11 o'clock. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to leave us a comment. Odyssey apps how you catch us on the go. Social media is at 9 the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm at JMSH316. He is at underscore Dylan Matthews. This is your night look at all things Atlanta Falcons. It is the Falcons flyover. 20 minutes from right now, we'll talk to Brad Botkin, and my questioning is going to, change for him based upon this story about Gary Payton. And and there's more stuff coming out about all of this, but uh, we'll talk to the uh, CBS NBA analyst in about 20 minutes from right now. So AJ Brown had good things to say about Arthur Smith saying, quote, he put me in the right direction, really giving me opportunities and teaching me as a player. He's a great guy. Most importantly, he's a great leader So I think Atlanta is in really good hands. So obviously, A.J. Brown had played for the Tennessee Titans until he was dealt in the offseason to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and he was speaking at the uh, Super Bowl through uh, all of this. So, um, you know, again, another guy who's got good things to say about Arthur Smith. I mean, again, hopefully we're in good hands with this move. Now, we're going to talk coming up at the top of the next hour about – whether or not Arthur Blank is going to dip his toe back into some quarterback waters. I'll explain everything coming up at the top of the hour, but good things about Arthur Smith from A.J. Brown. Certainly, you know, he's been one of the top wide receivers over the last couple few years and um, certainly had a definite impact on the Eagles. Pro Football Focus has their all-rookie team that is out, and Brock Purdy's the quarterback. Tyler Algier is the running back. Quote, Kenneth Walker the third ran for more yards, and Damian Pierce broke more tackles, but Algier ran away with it from a grading perspective. He was efficient when called upon, averaging 4.9 yards per carry, while his 3.58 yards after contact ranked 7th among 60 qualifying running backs over the course of the regular season. 
He's a perfect fit for Arthur Smith's run game. And we'll probably, we'll talk about this on one of the full shows next week at some point. But I definitely think that Tyler Algier could be our version, our our next um, uh, Michael Turner, our next Michael Turner. Not from the flashy numbers and stuff like that, but from the workhorse perspective. But I'll get a little bit more into that at another time. Um, the wide receivers, Drake London was one of the wide receivers. London looks like another perfect fit for Arthur Smith's offense. He made a ton of tough catches, going 14 for 26, uh, 53.3% in contested catches, or sorry, in contested situations this season. He finished with 72 catches for 866 yards and showed a rapport with quarterback Desmond Ritter late in the season, posting career-high 120 yards in Week 18. And, you know, it's interesting. He had 117 targets. Now, Pitts last year had, I think it was, hold please, I think it was 110 targets last year for Kyle Pitts. Uh, well, I, no, I should I should say, in Kyle Pitts's rookie season, he had I think it was 110. I'm I'm pulling up Kyle Pitts's numbers um, here. Um, last year, 59 targets because of the injury and everything like that. But he had um, 110. Yeah. So even in my brain dead state, I still had that stat. But it's interesting because London actually got more targets than even Kyle Pitts did last year when they were a much more prolific throwing team. Now, injuries and different things like that, you know, certainly had an effect. But you figure, though, Pitts didn't have Calvin Ridley for most of the year. So he was kind of looked at as, you know, the guy. And I said on my podcast, I said on this radio station, that Kyle Pitts would never get to 110 targets based upon how much they were going to throw it. Now, injuries and stuff like that obviously had a factor. But it is interesting that Drake London had 117 targets for this team. So that was that was certainly the guy that they featured in this offense when it came to the passing game. And we'll see what happens next year. You know, if those guys can get 120, 125 targets both next year, you know, maybe the Falcons will have something. Obviously, you know, the first thing is our quarterback's got to take that step forward. You know, if Desmond Ritter is able to take steps forward, maybe we can become a little bit more balanced offense <clears throat> because we were the only offense that ran a majority of run plays. We were over 50. We were, we were almost at 50, not quite 52%, but over 51% run versus pass this year. That was the only team in the NFL that was a majority run team. And, you know, when you look at the Chargers and some of those teams, they were like 75 pass to 25. Like, I think Joe Burrow, they were 70, 75% pass to run. So you get these big-time quarterbacks, they huck it around. We saw Matt Ryan for years, right? Huck it all around. So interesting, but uh, certainly good news that – Uh, Certainly good news that um, 
uh, a couple of guys made the uh, all-rookie team for the Atlanta Falcons. That's the kind of things that we need to see out there. Um, Cynthia Freeland has her first mock draft. Um, the lovely Cynthia Freeland from uh, NFL.com, NFL Network. And, you know, she does it a little different way that she doesn't necessarily go best available player and this kind of stuff, things like that. She looks at need. You know, she looks at where a team may be looking heavily in free agency and then building the draft around that, okay? So she's got Jalen Carter with the first pick in the draft, Will Anderson Jr. with the second pick, Tyree Wilson with the third pick. Sensing a theme there? Bryce Young with the fourth pick. Seattle takes Miles Murphy with the fifth pick. Uh, Devin Witherspoon, who's the uh, really uh, terrific corner out of Illinois, goes to Detroit at six. Uh, Peter uh, Skaronsky for the Raiders at seven. And then, this is intriguing, the Falcons at number eight, C.J. Stroud. Here's what she says. My models seem higher on Stroud than other people's, at least so far. It's possible after the 2023 scouting combine that he becomes my top-rated quarterback in the class, especially after I get the chance to watch more film with some of my evaluators who can help me explain some lingering questions I have about the former Buckeye. Why do my models love him so much? Strength at the point of release, stable base even under pressure, combined with accuracy and decision-making in a system like Arthur Smith's where – The run concept leads the way. Stroud's value is amplified. It could be tough to pass on him, even with Arthur Blank recently expressing confidence in 2022 uh, third-rounder Desmond Ritter. Hold that thought for the top of the next hour. Hold that thought. Okay? Hold that thought. But what have I consistently said? That if I'm going non-defensive front... I could be maybe talked into a really outstanding offensive lineman, but the only other guy I'm looking at, not B. John Robinson, not wide receiver, would be C.J. Stroud. Was there a mystery and all that? I've explained that for weeks on end now. Well, I meant to. Was was this like Scooby-Doo pulled the mask off of? The bad guy, and the, he said, if it wouldn't have been for you meddling kids, I would have gotten away with it. The thinking behind it was, and the timing kind of messed up, I was going to do it after you announced that she said C.J. Stroud, but then you started talking about her, you know, reasoning why, so my timing well, got like messed up. I'd like to talk up. more about Cynthia Freeland. I mean, oh, C.J. Stroud. Yeah, oh, C.J. Okay. Stroud. <laughs> okay, I'm all confused uh, with all this. But, no, listen, I've said consistently – I would be in the market for C.J. Stroud. He's the one quarterback that I would not have a problem with the Falcons taking at number eight. I, I just think he's got the size, the strength. He's got the footwork. He's got the accuracy. He's got the arm strength. He's got everything you could ask for. Again, he may be the biggest bust in the history of the world, right? He may be the next Akili Smith. We don't know. You know, Who knows? Maybe he gets here and it's just a complete flop and train wreck and everything else. But C.J. Stroud is very, very intriguing. Now, to Cynthia's point about expressing confidence in Desmond Ritter, 
Arthur Blank, speaking to the uh, NFL media here recently, said, we're very excited about Desmond Ritter. I think from the time he came into training camp, he showed great capabilities as a leader among the rookies and then amongst the vets. Talking about how as good as the quarterback may be, and they're certainly, uh, they're certainly a critical part of a winning formula, they can't play by themselves. I mean, there's 21 other players that need to play as well. Well, to be honest with you, five offensive linemen, you know, four, four to seven defensive front linemen. As long as you get those guys to play well, you can not have all 21 play. But anyway, um, we're committed to the position, obviously, and we know we need a good leader there, and I think we have it in Ritter. Now, that's a roundabout way of being non-committal, I think, to Desmond Ritter. We're committed to the position. What you could have just said is, hey, we're full bore go with Desmond Ritter going into next year. Now, maybe Arthur Blank wouldn't have said that to protect his coach and GM, but could there be an ulterior motive for why that is? That's where you can play the sounder and all that good kind of stuff. I set you up for all of that, so uh, that's what I do. Uh, in again, in my brain you, dead, Chuck. my brain dead fog state, I circle back around and set you up for success. You're a great man. Show. So, um, but you know, I I think that they all like Desmond Ritter, but the reality is. If you can upgrade at that position, and because we don't probably know enough about Desmond Ritter, and maybe C.J. Stroud's an upgrade, maybe he's not. Maybe somebody in the free agent market is an upgrade. Maybe they're not. Maybe Desmond Ritter becomes the all-time greatest quarterback in the history of the league. Maybe he's, you know, again, um, Akili Smith or guys like that. It's hard to get a read on, but I will say Desmond Ritter got better week after week after week, game after game after game. From his first game to his fourth game that he started, he definitely had a progression upward. And that's honestly, that's all you can ask, is a guy getting better week to week to week when he's making his first few starts. Yes, Desmond Ritter did that. He got better each week from... Baltimore to the time that he played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was better and better and better week over week over week. So it should give Arthur Blank confidence that if the either the fallback plan, plan B, or you know, potentially plan A is to roll with Desmond Ritter, you know, you can feel like you have some confidence in him and that he's done some good things, and he was growing every game. But we'll see what happens with all that. All right, we'll uh, talk to uh, CBS uh, NBA analyst Brad Botkin. He will join us up next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 92 on the game, the Odyssey.com app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Back to more John Chuckery. Hey, folks, how you doing? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Kia Studios on this Friday evening. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. The Odyssey app's how you catch us when you are on the go. Social media is at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm at JMCH316. He is at underscore Dylan Matthews. We'll get to what's bugging Chuckery coming up here in about 20 minutes from right now. But obviously, a flurry of activity and then a breaking news story that directly relates to what's going on with the Atlanta Hawks. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Let's talk to Brad Botkin. He's the NBA writer for CBS Sports, CBSSports.com, where you can check out all of his work. And he is on Twitter at Brad Botkin CBS. Brad, appreciate the time here. And, um, you know, we've got a lot to talk about here because there's been some developments here about what's going on with the Hawks and a few other teams as well. Well, let's get into it. Well, this Gary Payton thing is, I don't know how much this is going to blow up, but we're hearing reports about this could be a three-month injury. The Warriors maybe didn't know about it. They've been asking the the Blazers training staff has been asking him to play through. Like, how big of a mess is this going to become? Yeah, I, I'm I'm just reading about all this uh, the same way you are. Um, pretty crazy. I mean, he's been out pretty much all year. He had just gotten back into the lineup uh, with Portland. Um, three. I mean, if this thing. You know, it's a it's a it's a deal that the Warriors were banking a lot on. We know that they had given him up because they didn't want to pay him initially, 
and now they bring him back in to pay him, and there's a lot at stake here with, with luxury tax money and everything. So, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he ends up going back, like, to Portland, and they, I think the, the it's like a, they have to rescind it. They have a – I'm reading right here that a four-team deadline trade failed the physical. What a mess. Yeah. And, I mean, is this – Go ahead. No, it, it's definitely crazy. Now, let me ask you from the Hawks' perspective. Tell me a little bit about Sadiq Bay. Um, obviously, you know this. The Sadiq Bay is part of this four-team trade. Um, you know, Detroit and and the Hawks and in Golden State and Portland. That's part of this four-team trade. How much does you know this? You know, negate a lot of what the Hawks did because this was a guy that. You know, we looked at it for some bench scoring, could play small forward. Like, this this thing, yeah. you know, does affect the Hawks that, you know, they lose maybe potentially, and I, we still don't know the full details, but potentially a nice piece coming off their bench for them. Yeah, I'm putting this together now. I, the Peyton, did they expand this deal? Was this initially a four-team deal? Because I'm, I seem to remember it as the Wiseman to Detroit and, and Bay to – Atlanta and the picks to Golden State. Um, I didn't. I guess it expanded those picks. And I thought the Peyton deal was a separate one where Golden State took the picks. But yeah. Anyway, this is I'm figuring all this out now. But Bay was going to be a. Bit, I liked him to Atlanta. I thought that you know it mitigated somewhat the loss of Herder. Um, certainly, Atlanta. Um, planned their deadline a little bit around getting at least something to upgrade their, their roster and something completely out of their control. They lose a guy that they were, they were going to depend on. So like you said, for some bench scoring and they need spacing, they need shooting. They, you know, Atlanta's, I think the, the lowest volume three point team in the league. Uh, he, he was going to help them. Uh, I, you know, it's just, it's, it's crazy to me that something like this that involves multiple teams, and you know that it's going to screw it up for everyone. That it would that the, you know the eyes wouldn't be dotted, the t's wouldn't be crossed. That's uh, it, it seems to me they would have done their legwork here, knowing that that Peyton's been injured all year. Yeah, and, uh, and by the way, Brad, the, the the Hawks announced the the Hawks literally sent out a press release announcing the terms of the trade last night. They sent out a late night press release that said that this was a done deal, and they announced all the terms and everything like that. So. The fact that this, you know, could still be rescinded at this point, it just throws a lot of things into flux for four for four teams oh, sure and all this. Does. Yeah, it, it, it sure it sure does. I mean, it's, I guess Wiseman now can <laughs> Golden State can't get rid of Wiseman if they if they try to. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I you know the physicals. I guess that something like this never comes up. So. I go by, you know, we've I've got trackers here on all my sheets for every deal, and I follow when it becomes official. You know, Kyrie, teams are always putting off a deal, calling in the trade to the league to make it official because they want to expand it into a three-team deal or a four-team deal or whatever. But when it goes official, it's official. Um, that's kind of what we all go off of. Uh, it's pretty wild to me that, you know, I wonder if behind closed doors there was at least, you know, some trepidation that, like, geez, Peyton's got – he's had a kind of a mess of injuries all year. I mean, it's, it, it, what did Portland disclose? Uh, it's going to be a mess to sort through the details of this. I, I Unfortunately, I don't have 
any answers of how or why this happened. I just, like you, it's, it's a mess. And it's not just a mess for, for Portland and Golden State. That's what makes it a real mess. NBA writer for CBS Sports, Brad Botkin, joining us on the WadeFord.com hotline. You know, one of my takeaways from all of the deadline moves is, <laughs> and the Hawks, you know, they were involved in a trade that they they sent a total of their two deals, seven second-round picks. We've seen the Hawks give away three first-rounders. There seems to be in these deals a real – um, what I want to say, a, a a real lack of value in the in draft picks. Like they're they're you know you would never see these kinds of things by and large with as many second rounds picks in the NFL and things like that. It just doesn't seem like that there's value to these picks when it comes to the NBA draft because teams are trading them like they're poker chips. I mean, like like they're just you know for free to everybody. Uh, they are second round picks. One one team is picking them up just like Golden State did from Atlanta to reroute them. They're just uh, they're kind of nickel currencies, you know, where they're they're gonna they're gonna use them to go get not big deals, but they're gonna be the 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 topping on a big deal or the or the core of a smaller deal. That's really how second round picks are looked at. You're gonna get varying degrees of perspective on that in terms of you can look back over some drafts and you can always find one or two gems that come out of the second round. I mean, hell, Nikola Jokic is a second rounder. Uh, Draymond Green was a, was a second rounder, but the odds of that happening are, you know, teams would rather use those as to, to your point, poker chips. They're, they're not really valuable poker chips. You can't really do a, unless you stack up five of them. I like guess you can go get um, a Gary Payton. Uh, but that's only in a multi-team trade with a bunch of things going elsewhere. So, they, you know, they just – they don't have a ton of value. It's pretty much what they're there for. Realistically, the NBA has um, – it has changed really over the past maybe two or three years where the the likeliest avenue of needle-moving moves uh, for your team is going to come via trade. Uh, so we it used to be five years ago, all the rage was cap space. It was it was how much cap space do you have, how many how much cap space can you create? You people were trading off of expiring deals and take and all these things to to get cap space. That was the avenue to then go out and lure free agents. Now it's all about trades. All of these big name guys, they trade teams via trade, and so you have to have a war chest of draft picks, mostly first round picks, but second round picks as well for toppers in order to pay for those trades. And and I think that's been the shift around the league is that the avenue for pursuing certainly the biggest stars, but even the mid-tier stars is trades now. Um, and so the, these, these cap space numbers don't quite mean as much anymore. And writer for CBSSports.com, Brad Botkin joining us on the waitforward.com hotline. You know, at, at first blush, it's obviously easy to say, well, you know, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, they they leave the Nets, and now the Nets are going to be really awful. But I think the Nets did themselves some good with some of the pieces that they got back. Yeah. Do, do you think that they're going to have much of a fall, not much of a fall, or or are they going to fall really hard? having lost those two superstars 
I do like what they got back, and I don't know how much they really do fall back to the pack. Yeah, I mean, they don't have the potential anymore. It's like they used to have, like, a cathedral ceiling, and now they just have, like, a, you know, right. a, reg- a regular old vaulted ceiling. You know, they still are pretty good. The thing is they don't have any incentive to tank. You know, I think they – I'd have to check the details on this. I think it might be a swap this year with, with Houston. <clears throat> but after this, they, you know, they, they traded out all their picks in the Harden deal. Um, so they don't uh, – they don't, they don't have any reason to go and stink. So that's why they weren't ever going to completely tear the thing down to the screws. Uh, they did what we just talked about. They piled up, I think, a total of – I don't I forget how many Dallas gave them for Kyrie, but somewhere north of seven picks for Irving and Durant. They're going to try to flip those. They're, they're going to go out and try to use those as currency to trade, and they kept the foundation of a team in place. Because really their only, their only play here is to continue trying to compete because bottoming out, they don't own their draft picks. So, yeah, they, kept, they keep a Seth Curry. They get a super good player in Mikael Bridges. They get Dorian Finney-Smith. They get Spencer Dinwiddie. They're, they're starting to remind me of the Jazz earlier this year where it was like they had that stink of, oh, they're going to tank. But then you looked at their roster, and it's like they got Colin Sexton and Larry Markinen, and they've got – Kessler and they've got uh, Olenek and you look across the roster and it's like these are a bunch of competent good NBA players no stars but competent guys and that's what the what the Nets are now you're going to run out Ben Simmons and Royce O'Neal and Seth Curry and Patty Mills and Spencer Dinwiddie and 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 all these uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson I mean these are good players do they have the potential to go and win a championship that they had with Durant and Irving? No, they're not going to win a championship. But they stayed a good team, and they could end up being a hell of a headache for these teams that are contenders in a first-round series. Brad, last question for you. <clears throat> Who's better set up to make a run at the NBA title now, Phoenix or Dallas? Phoenix. Oh, my God, Phoenix. That's not even close. I mean – Dallas should should have just kept Brunson. I mean, they, <laughs> Irving's a better player, I guess, but he's not that much better than Brunson in terms of what they had to give up to get him. I mean, they're they're going to be relatively unstoppable defensively. I mean, offensively, um, you know, they got Christian Wood popping who can hit three. I mean, how are you going to defend Luka Doncic when you can't double team him because you can go to Kyrie Irving as a secondary creator or vice versa? And oh, by the way, either one of them can run pick and pop and space the big man out with Christian Wood and Maxi Kleber shooting. So they're going to be unstoppable offensively. It's just going to come down to whether they're making their shots or not. But defensively, I just, you know, the West became a gauntlet again after the trade deadline. It's, it's like the old West. For a minute there, the East looked like the better conference, and now it's like, good night. I mean, good luck going through the West right now. you got to <laughs> be awesome. And the, the, the Mavericks just don't have the defense. Now, the Suns, what was concerning about them prior to the deal is that they didn't get any paint points. They were very low in transition points. So they had to earn their buckets like 90 style. Now they have two of the best mid-range shooters in the league in, in Chris Paul and, and, and Devin Booker. But though, that was going to be tough with just two guys creating enough mid-range offense to get through four rounds. Now you have the greatest mid-range player ever. So with three of those guys, it's not as much of a concern that they don't get a lot of paint points and they don't get a lot of pace transition points. Uh, defensively, Durant was – I don't want to hear about Ben Simmons or Royce O'Neal or Claxton or any of them. He was the best defensive player 
on the net. He guards perimeter to rim and fluctuates back and forth between them seamlessly. He's going to be fantastic. The only concern for Phoenix is, like most super teams, they, don't, they lost a lot of depth. So their bench is going to be a concern. They might have to go to a seven-man rotation, maybe eight, that Monty Williams can really trust. So they're going to be susceptible to injuries the rest of the way and foul trouble in the playoffs. Um, but if you assume that the top guys get 38 minutes a game uh, and you assume that the bench, the ninth and tenth guy, don't end up being that much of, of a factor, uh, Phoenix, Phoenix is not only a, a better bet than Dallas. They're, the, to me, the best bet of any team to win it all. The Celtics, to me, are the only team that, that you can make a case for having a better chance on paper than Phoenix, but, but Phoenix is a top, top, top title favorite. Dallas is, I don't even know that they're going to be that much better, to be honest with you. Brad Botkin is on Twitter, at Brad Botkin CBS, NBA writer for CBSSports.com, and joined us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Brad, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes in Atlanta. It's crazy stuff, and, you know, maybe next time we'll talk about whether or not we had a rescinded trade to go through the yeah. NBA. All right, good luck with that. Yeah, appreciate it, Brad. Yeah, it's um it's a mess. It's a it's certainly a mess right now. So not uh, not good times for the uh, Atlanta Hawks as uh this deal could potentially be off the table. All right, when we get back, uh we'll get to what's bugging Chuckery. I agree with the fine, but maybe you shouldn't have put a 21-year-old in that spot. I'll explain next. Chuckery in the Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Who is this person? It's John Chuckery. Are you sure? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Kia Studios on this Friday evening. 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line to be a part of the show. Honestly, apps how you 
Catch us on the go. Social media is at 929thegame on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I am at JMCH316. He is at underscore Dylan Matthews. Uh, we will play Rankum coming up at 1040. It is Friday night. So we got the dance party. We got Rankum. Busy 10 o'clock hour to uh, to get to yet. So a um, couple things. One is we've got uh, – we'll get to West Bucket Chuck right here in just a couple minutes. But we got the Super Bowl on Sunday. So Super Bowl 57 – the game will be broadcast right here on 92.9 The Game, your home of all things NFL playoffs. 2 o'clock pregame, 6.15 kick, and, of course, we'll carry you all the way through the game. Dylon's going to be on afterward, for, so after postgame, he'll be on afterward and take you up till midnight. So we'll have all your coverage right here on 92.9 The Game, and uh, we'll see how the Super Bowl itself plays out. But you're out and about in your car, you're – going from party, you know, to party, party hopping and all that good kind of stuff. You got to run out to the grocery store and get more food or drink or whatever. We'll have you covered here. You can flip the game on 92.9 The Game, and uh, we'll have all the coverage of it. Uh, The big story tonight has been the fact that this trade for Sadiq Bay, which was part of a four-team trade between Golden State, Portland, Detroit, and Atlanta – may now get rescinded because Gary Payton has an injury that could keep him out for three months. And now we're getting reports that the Portland trainers were forcing him to try to play injured and giving him shots of Toradol to go through it. Now I had a shot of Toradol here recently because I, I, so I, I don't know, a few, several weeks ago, um, I, I had kidney stones. So right after my stroke, about a, about 10 days later, you know, I had about a kidney stone, so just pile right on top of it. So, uh, And when I went to the emergency room, they did an IV injection of both morphine and Toradol. And let me tell you, like my knee is, you know, my knee is all screwed up. You know, like I've barely been able to walk, Dylon, and my knee has been twice the size. It's been swollen, like just all get out. Can I tell you, like that shot of Toradol made my knee, I, I, my knee has felt so much better since I had that. Like I may go to the emergency room like every week just to get Toradol shots. Now that's not a very safe drug. NFL players use all that. It's a, it's a ramped up, amped up anti-inflammatory. Like w- imagine something that is drastically stronger than ibuprofen. It's an anti-inflammatory, but man, it did wonders on my knee. That and the morphine, that that was that was wonderful stuff. Like I didn't want to drive. I just wanted to. I just wanted to chill out and be groovy. You were vibing. Yeah, I was just. I was just chilling out, laying back, feeling groovy. Some morphine, some Toradol in me. You know what would helped that vibe? If mm. you would have listened to some Dr. Drizzy, you listened to some Drake. No, I would have <laughs> taken a needle and stabbed myself in the <laughs> eye if I had to listen to you know his greatest hits album or. What have you. But anyway, so, so, but that's the big story is the Gary Payton part of this four team trade with the Warriors, Blazers, Hawks, and Detroit is looking like it may not go through. The, the, the um, Warriors have until tomorrow night. And for the life of us, we can't figure out how this happened. Can't figure out how that this all got through because he hasn't played for most of the season. Played recently. But he hasn't played for most of the season, and it's a core injury. And they're saying that 
he could be out for three more months. So whatever that part of it is, the the net effect is if this trade gets rescinded, that means the Hawks don't get Sadiq Bay. And that would certainly be, you know, a, a thumb in the eye, you know, a Larry Holmes move, a, a thumb in the eye if they don't get this, if they don't get that particular piece because he's a nice wing player. He's a, a nice scorer off the bench for this team could be. Um, just not good news with with all of that going down. So we'll see what happens. They have until, I believe, tomorrow night at some point to make the deal official. And the Hawks, by the way, they announced the deal late last night. Like late last night, we got word that the Hawks made the deal official or they announced it um, through official channels that they had made the deal for Sadiq Bay and the draft picks and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see what happens. All right, let's get to, uh, before we get any worse, let's get to, before we need some more Toradol, let's get to What's Bugging Chuckery. Don't look now, but somebody out there just got Chuckery ticked off. <laughs> like, that's hard. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's time for What's Bugging Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. So, Cam Thomas, did you see this story that um, he got $40,000 fined to him for an anti-gay remark that he made on, it was actually TNT, okay? So, Brooklyn Nets guard Cam Thomas has been fined $40,000 for using derogatory and disparaging language in a win over the Chicago Bulls. Now, this stems back to, okay, Thomas was interviewed on TNT the other night by the guys, and he was interviewed with uh, Spencer Dinwiddie following the Nets' victory over the Bulls. A couple of days earlier, Dinwiddie had joked with the media that in the wake of the Kyrie Irving trade, because these were the two guys that came over there, right? The Kyrie trade that while the Nets might not have acquired the most talented players in the deal, which included Dorian Finney-Smith going to Brooklyn. So they got those three guys. Dinwiddie said that they got the best-looking guys in the deal, okay? And, And then Dinwiddie said, and the Nets needed some help in that department, right? So kind of having some fun and all that kind of stuff. So... Cam Thomas was asked about it on TNT's broadcast the other night. He was asked about Dinwiddie's comment, right, about the better-looking players and all that kind of stuff. And then, unfortunately, when asked about uh, Dinwiddie's comment, Cam Thomas said in the postgame on the TNT broadcast, we already had a good look. We we already had good-looking guys, no homo. That was his exact quote. We already had good-looking guys, no homo. Now, again, he went to social media, apologized and all that. Quote, I want to apologize for the insensitive word I used in my post-game interview. I was excited about the win and was being playful. I definitely didn't intend to offend anyone, but realized that I probably did. Much uh, My apologies again and much love. And he got a $40,000 fine. Now, that's all justified and everything like that. But... Cam Thomas is 21 years old, okay? And 
You weren't 21 all that many years ago, right? Nope. And only six, almost six years ago. Yeah. Well, I, I was 21 like four decades ago, okay? But when you're 21 years old, all right, and you're not media savvy and all these kinds of things, okay, you're going to at times, and I'm not justifying it because he got the fine and everything like that, but when you put a 21-year-old in that situation who probably said the same thing when he was, when he joked about it with his teammates and stuff like that, he's not thinking about, I'm in front of the media, in front of millions of people. He's not savvy enough to understand the real-world ap- or um, implications of what he said. Now, again, not justifying it. He's a, you know, he is a grown adult. He is legal to drink. He's not legal to run, rent a car, but he's legal to drink. And he is of age and everything like that. But at 21 years old, you know, when you put somebody in a position like that, they don't think about the ramifications. They speak freely from the head or from the heart or whatever like that. I, I could uh, I could understand that if you were having a random conversation with him, that that would have been blurted out. It was inappropriate, but again, when you put a 21-year-old who's, you know, he's been in the league. This is only his second year in the league. He's 21 years old. He's not media savvy. He's an adult, but at the same time, he's not necessarily a mature adult that's what's going to happen and and I don't blame the NBA for giving him the fine and and all this kind of stuff and he owned up to it you know he he owned up to the idea of oh wow I said that or it was insensitive and things like that but again when you put a 21 year old in that kind of position that's not media savvy and things like that you're going to get some insensitive comments. That's what's going to happen. You know, look at Dylon. You know, he's barely mature enough to handle all the responsibility here. Imagine him five years ago. Would have been a train wreck. Yeah. And it happens. You know? So, while on the one hand, yes, it's Cam Thomas's fault. But on the other hand, when you start kind of joking around and you don't have a media-savvy guy who's only 21 years old, who's thrust into the spotlight, playing for one of the marquee franchises, part of a big trade and things like that. Guys just kind of say what naturally comes into their mind, not trying to mean any harm, not trying to be a bad guy. I mean, this this is a glorified kid. Trust me, I could be his dad. So Cam Thomas deserved the fine that he got, but maybe you shouldn't put 21-year-olds into a position like that to be media savvy and to have all of the wherewithal to, you know, understand what they're saying and what they're doing and everything like that. And that's what's bugging Chuck Reed. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, will it be Arthur Blank? who dips his toe back into quarterback waters. I'll explain what I mean up next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 92 on the game, and the Odyssey.com app. 
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.